I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do Hello everyone and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast. I'm David Weeder and I'm so glad that you could join us today. Glory to God. I tell you what, I have been having a marvelous time. These videos are usually posted oh, around once a week, somewhere around there, but uh, I record them usually, at, you know, in succession at one sitting. I may do, you know, two, three, four, five uh, uh, videos, you know, as the Lord just keeps going and keeps going. And it's just, I'll tell you what, I, <laughs> I get higher than a Georgia pine as the saying goes, but glory to God. The Word of God is so rich, so satisfying, so delicious to our spirits. Hallelujah. Well, we've been having a good time. We've been uh, tracing some things through the Word, seeing some widescreen here on some things uh, that Jesus uh, it demonstrated to his disciples. You know, the Lord will never leave you unprepared for life. It just isn't going to happen. The word says he'll never allow something to come against us that he hasn't already prepared a way of escape or prepared the answer to the problem. Well, that's exactly what we've been seeing in this examples that we've been using. And so let's have a word of prayer. And we'll get right back into it. Glory to God. Father, I thank you for this yet another time to break the bread of life with the people. Thank you for honoring me to be able to preach and teach and heal just as Jesus did when he was on this earth. You have called me and ordained me. I'm so honored to be able to minister the word and now i'm asking you sir that i will minister with accuracy and precision that the holy spirit will speak through me think through my mind speak through my lips that my tongue would be as the poet of old said the as the pen of a ready writer that the people would receive it, hear it accurately and precisely, that the Holy Spirit would minister it to their spirit, that it will manifest through their minds so that they are able to apply it and achieve the desired end results. Thank you, sir. I ask it and declare it in faith. Therefore, I receive it done. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, let's recap a little bit. Uh, you need to go back, if you haven't already, and watch the previous three videos leading up to this one. Like I said, we're, we're, we're tracking something through the Word, and we're just going to keep on tracking. Uh, we saw where in uh, Matthew 8, in the description where uh, where Jesus recounts the centurion, well, actually, where Matthew accounts the centurion coming to Jesus and talk, telling him about his servant 
that lay at home sick of the palsy. And immediately the heart of Jesus went out to him. He said, I will come and heal him. And we talked about the will of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He was for healing. He is for healing. He'd have to change his name if healing wasn't for you. Glory to God. Because that's what his name, Jehovah Rapha, is. I am the God that heals you. He's not going to change his name. <laughs> There's no way. There's not even a shadow of change in him. There's not a shadow, period, because he is light. Glory to God. Anyway, so we talk about uh, how Jesus gave that example to his disciples that that is great faith. When the centurion told Jesus, speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Speak the word only. You don't need to come lay hands on him. You don't need to come to the house. You don't need to do anything but speak the word. Issue the command and it'll be done because I know the authority that's in a command. So Jesus talked, he, he, he demonstrated that example. Servant was healed. Then as, as Mark said in, in Mark 4.34, it's talked about him expounding all things to his disciples. And one of the things that Mark accounts him expounding is the value of hearing the word. Matter of fact, I want to touch, I want to go back and just read a couple verses there on that because it is so vitally important. Because the word, the, the spoken word, I mean, the word is here. We have it. You put it in your mouth, speak the word. But what gets people into trouble a lot of times is they don't value the word and that's what i want to i want to touch base on that before we move on he talks about in mark 4 verse 24 no verse 23 if any man have ears to hear let him hear well they all had these ears we talked about that he's talking about a hearing heart a hearing spirit and, and and that's not that's up to them you know there's 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 scripture that says they closed their ears they had the ability. The choice is theirs. Anyway, uh, take heed what you hear with what measure you meet. It shall be measured to you. The value you place on it determines how much results you get. And then we went ahead and traced that through where Jesus went into the ship and issued the command, let's go to the other side, which was, the word of God, because he didn't say anything he didn't hear his father say. So his father said, I want you to go to the other side. Jesus issued the command, which is the word of God. Let's go to the other side. Well, the disciples, they didn't place high enough weight on the spoken command, the word of God. They gave a higher weight to that storm that came up. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. It's the same thing when you see something in the word of God. The Word says, by His stripes ye were healed. But you and I have both heard it. We've done it in one form or another where we've said, yeah, I know the Word says that, but there's this flu season. Well, what's really happened when you do that is you've given more weight 
and a higher value to the report that there's a flu season and it's coming for you. Then you gave to 1 Peter 2.24 that says, By his stripes ye were healed. You place more value and weight on one word than the other. And it needs to be the other way around. Instead of saying, I know the word says, By his stripes I was healed, but there's a flu season. It's just as easy, and the choice is yours, to say, I know the world says, there's this flu season, but the word of God says, by his stripes, I am healed. That's placing, that's measuring what you hear with a higher value. And it'll supersede the lower value. Just like they placed a higher value on the storm. The boat was filling up. They were getting ready to perish. Well, Jesus was asleep in the back. He placed a higher value on let's go to the other side. He was in peace. The power of God produced a higher level of results in his life. He spoke to the storm. The storm was no match for the power that was contained in the command word of God that said to go to the other side. I'm going to say that again. Pay attention. Get this. The storm was no match. It could not hold up to the power that was in the very words, let's go to the other side. Because it was the Word of God. And we saw last broadcast in Romans 1 where the Word of God is the power of God unto salvation. It's the power of God unto deliverance. It is the power of God unto protection. It is the power of God unto healing. Glory to God. It is the power of God. And there's enough power in the word, in the command, to make it come to pass. If you choose to give weight and value to it and act on it in faith like the centurion did where his servant was concerned, where Jesus did where the storm was concerned. Glory to God. Do you, are, do you get, have you grabbed a hold of this? The point that I'm making, the point that the Spirit of God is bringing forth, the power to accomplish the Word is in the very word that was given. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, the next step. Go with me. i got to change swords. I really, really, really like preaching with this sword. But, it's just a new covenant sword. <laughs> it's not an old covenant sword. So, I'm going to switch to an electric sword or an electric documentation of the sword or something. An electric version. Container. There we go. An electric container. And I want you to go with me to Psalms. I know that's in here. It's in the Old Testament. There it is. Psalm 91. Now, the Lord's been showing me some interesting things out of here that's just been just outstanding. I have just been having so much fun. 
I want to, Lord, how do you, how do you want me to approach this? Okay. I have always seen Psalm 91. It's the great protection psalm. I've always seen it as, how do I say this, the, an isolated event psalm. For example, something comes up, you know, an, an, an emergency, a catastrophe, you know, then you say, uh, I dwell in the secret place of the Most High and abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And you start going through the psalm to deal with events. And that's not really, that's, that's not really it. I mean, it works. The word works. But if you trace this down through, it's really a timeline of, of Christian life from, from birth, spiritual recreation, born again, birth, through the end of life on this earth. It is. <laughs> We're going to see it here in just a minute. But I want to start, instead of starting with verse 1, I want to start with, oh, let's see. Let's start with 15. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, we need to set some... uh, we need to we need to set some some guidelines here for studying Psalm ninety one. We're going to spend some time in this psalm, um, at least over one broadcast, and and maybe maybe more than that. But first thing you've got to realize is there's a couple different people speaking in this psalm. It changes here and there. Now, I'm just going to read down through it real quick uh, to demonstrate those changes, and then once we once we get that set. Then we'll go back and we'll look at some specifics. So, first of all, we start off in verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Okay, so that's like the title. That's like the the setting. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Okay, so now we've got the speaker. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Okay, say that's me. Okay, we'll just say that's me. I will say of the Lord, Ha, ah, you are my refuge. You are my fortress, my God, and in you do I trust. Well, then look at the next verse. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. Well, what's going on here now? This is a totally different perspective. Surely he shall deliver. Well, who's doing the delivering? Well, that would be God. So now, instead of my God, my fortress, it's he shall deliver from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. Surely he shall deliver thee. This is a third person. This is, this is someone else talking here. Well, study it out. Look to see what's going on here. You'll see who is our intercessor, whoever liveth to make intercession for us, our Jesus, 
our Jesus, my covenant brother. All right? I see he's talking here. Jesus is talking here. Now listen, watch now. Okay, so I say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. That's my statement of faith. Now I shut up. That's like the, 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 uh, the man whose daughter was dying. He made his statement of faith and then he didn't say another word. Well, I say to the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. So be it. Amen. Well, now Jesus says, Well, surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shall you trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid for the the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but it will not come near thee. Only with thine eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Now catch this, catch this. Because thou has made the Lord, which is Jesus' refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Glory to God. They, the angels, shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Now look here. Now, now we've got someone else talking. We're not these and stuff like that. Check this out. I'll give you a hint. You go back and check it out, but I'll give you a hint ahead of time so you can you can go into this seeing it. This is God Almighty talking now. Because He has set His love upon me, therefore will I deliver Him. I will set Him on high because He has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, but I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now allow me to go ahead and put, because I, I'm going to put this in, 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 in regular tense instead of pointing for illustration purposes. Because I have set my love upon God, therefore God delivers me. God sets me on high because I Know his name. I call upon God. And he answers me. He is God is with me. 
in any trouble that comes my way. But God delivers me and honors me and with long life does God satisfy me and show me His salvation. Glory to God. Now, we're just about out of time for this broadcast, but let me kind of tie this into you and, 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 and tie this together for you and show you where we're, where we're headed with this. Now, we already talked about, and we've been talking about, the gospel is the power of God unto your salvation. Well, with long life will God satisfy you and show you His salvation. Glory to God. So you kind of get a glimpse of where we're going here now, okay? We're headed for salvation and the we we know that the power unto that salvation is contained in the commands in the word of God. So the word here says with long life will I satisfy him. Okay. So what does that mean? Is that 40 years, 50 years, 80 years, 70 years? Is it 70 years or by strength 80? Is it, I mean, what, what is long life? Well, the only way to determine what long life is, is <laughs> to find out what God said about it. We don't have a right to determine What's long life to us if God's already told us what it is? Now you kind of get a glimpse of where we're going. You may not sure be sure exactly where it's headed, but you kind of see where we're headed. And that's what we're going to pick up next time. Glory to God. Wow. It's been a good time around the word. It's going to be a better time even next time. It just keeps growing from faith to faith and glory to glory. Until then, this is David Weeder reminding you that I love you. God loves you. With long life, He wants to satisfy you, demonstrate His salvation to you. Why? Because Jesus is Lord.